We're back. Yeah, we are, man. It's been a while. Where have you been? I got married. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, Lester, where have you been? None of your business. Welcome to the Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're live in Edge HQ. On the sound is Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? Good. It's good to be back. We've, it's been a while, hasn't it? I mean, it has. We've had a nice little break. Yeah, well, nice what are you break been up from to? podcasting. Nothing. 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 We were supposed to do this last week and then, you know, things got, got out. I know that it was yeah. a big week for you last week. Yeah. A-League grand final. How'd you go in that? It was. Um, oh. Well, the team that I support, as you know, Sydney FC... Didn't do that well. They got. Oh, I, did. uh, oh, I, did. got I didn't actually. They well, got slaughtered three 0 actually by Melbourne Victory. Wow, three 0 That's like to put that out for AFL fans. What would that be? A hundred point drubbing uh, in a in a final. That's a blowout. Yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, it's not as big a blowout as they've ever had. I think um, years ago, Melbourne Victory against Adelaide in the final actually blew out to like six 0 or something. Oh, wow. Is it um, a case in soccer or football? The beautiful is, game. Yeah. Sorry, I know. Yeah. Is it a case of like you know? Like I understand goals are hard to come by. Yeah. If you're one nil up. Yep. Is your mindset okay? Let's defend this, or no. let's attack, or is it a case with Sydney? Once they got two 0 down, they're like, did they think uh, they give up, or did they sort of just? No, no, they didn't give up. And I think one of the things in football with scoring and and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of anti um, a lot of anti football commentary goes around this. They say, yeah, well, oh, yeah. you know, it's oh, it's boring. There's not enough scoring and all this sort of stuff. But actually, um, one of the things that's interesting about uh, about a one nil scoreline is it depends on who scored it in terms of the form of the two teams so if the dominant team's scoring that one then they will actually um probably keep pushing for more goals just, if just, it's, just hold yeah, that point because yeah. i think we're talking about scoring so it's quite adamant that i bring in a man who has who scored very little in his life yes yes <laughs> ladies and gentlemen lester diamond welcome how you doing buddy hello boys i can see you chomping at the bit can to i come just in can i just this. congratulate you on not speaking before you introduced oh, that was very there's a reason i had to cut you yeah, off yeah. i could see it coming i wanted to jump in there yeah. the, the most would you say the, the, the one nil score can be very exciting yeah. there was three goals in that grand final and the most exciting thing was frank lowey falling off the stage <laughs> <laughs> he did indeed for those who didn't watch it Man, and you would have to be a serious anti-football fuckwit to think that that, to, to think that that final was not exciting in any way. But anyway, that's fine. Well, I, Have you I, I, admit, I didn't watch it. Like I sort of, I knew I, I was aware it was on, but I wasn't. You mm. know, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm, no, I know you boys don't like soccer. That's fine. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I'm just, uh, you know, you ask me a question, I'm happy to answer it. Everything and, it stands and for is a disgrace. But oh. there was riots after <laughs> the game. So why? Why were there people in balaclavas? Yeah, going rioting in Melbourne. I don't know, does it happen usually very often down there? Well, at the <laughs> AFL games, where they have 80,000 people. Yeah. Because um, there's no rights after the AFL game. In sports we like, rugby league and AFL, flares are for distress signals on boats. <laughs> yeah. Not when crowds. the NRL players set the mascot alight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Big shout out to Julian O'Neill, buddy. How are you? Yeah, yeah no, in, in rugby league, flares are what the players use to light the area when they're raping somebody. <laughs> oh, so, it's going, uh, no, fair yeah, point, fair yeah. point. Um, 
<laughs> I, I, I'm sure I've seen flares at, at Canary Bulldogs games before. So yeah, actually, I, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bull, no, no, that's bottles coming at the referee's yeah, head. Look, once again, with all this sort of stuff, people like to point to footballers riding, but honestly, the, the papers um, don't generally report on that shit when it happens in Aussie Rules and Rugby League, but they're happy to do it all the time <laughs> when it happens in soccer. It, it's so funny that it's such an effeminate game on the field, okay? <laughs> Grass ballet, but then it's, yeah. it's such a like animalistic crowd. Well, it has a it has a it has a stigma and a, and a history of hooliganism, particularly from the UK. But well, um, the UK, it's I think so Germany, it's the passion, yeah, Turkey, um, yeah, South America, yeah. But it's the passion. It's like you know you go yeah. to, like I went to I went to a football game on the weekend. My team, Geelong Cats, were playing the Sydney Swans in Sydney, so I went and supported the boys. We lost, yeah. But we normally like the Sydney 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 fans are pricks. They are just, Sydney Swans fans. Yeah, oh yeah, they mm. they are because they're only there when they're winning, and at the moment they're doing quite well, so they're all there. There, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. But they're assholes. <laughs> I mean, you know, we were I was sitting in the Cats cheer squad, and we were appreciative. Like we knew we were going to lose. Yeah, but you know, we were appreciative. We were clapping the opponents, but no, not the Swans. Pricks. <laughs> they weren't clapping the Geelong. Oh, they were booing. Like, <laughs> admittedly, one of our players, Stevie J. Punched one of their players in the nuts. <laughs> oh, and they so, booed him. That's just yeah, fucking unsportsmanlike. But <laughs> that's the difference: manly behaviour on the field. Yeah. Uh, that's manly behaviour. <laughs> yep, yep. No domestic abuse problem in Australia. It, yeah. too. it was like why? Well, he was, well, if you go back to the, to the NRL last week, we had um, Willie Mason. Um, is he still going? He's still going. Bless him. Um, and one of his former teammates on the, on the opposing side grabbed him on the. Oh yeah, I saw that. On the what? doodle. We, we don't use these swear words on this. Um, Really? Podcast, but um, and that was just went worldwide. <laughs> was that a case? Like, I did you watch that? Because I saw the I saw it's like Willie Mason grabbed on the cock, and then I see like I saw like a steal of one of the guys, and it was literally it was wasn't like how's your father? Mm. It was hey, was it? Did how did he react? Did it he was sort of, it was nonplussed by it because it's regular common occurrence in rugby league to grab your mates on the dick. <laughs> so it was it to grab your mates. Yeah. Was so it his own teammate? Like, yeah, no, they were former teammates, and it was like a, it was like a you know, you know when you see some people see their friends and they'll grab them on the ass or whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah. That's how rugby league players have a laugh because they're morons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so my Can point we is not adopt that as a podcast greeting. I'm just <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah. straight up. I don't want that. And to our fans out there, if you see us on the street, don't do don't it. Do I don't, it. Know, I don't even like press charges. I don't even like a fist bump. <laughs> fist bump. When you said fist, I thought you were going a different yeah, way. So did I. That reminds me, actually, it's a completely unrelated topic, but back when. Um, when Obama first got into um, into office, yeah. and they said, "Oh, it's a different White House now. You know, the family are all together. They're they're high fiving, they're fisting." <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, that goes, the, the, the reporter didn't quite understand what she'd said. That's probably one of the great Onion articles ever. When he got in, it said, "Black guy asked nation for change." <laughs> <laughs> I saw another running article about that. It was God, this is no we're getting nostalgic about the beginning of the Obama presidency. But no, it was like a, right. it was like a, a there was another uh, article that sort of the headline. I can't remember the exact headline, but it was something along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, elderly elderly black woman still following Obama around with a single tear. So much hope. So much hope. See this week that he's got his own personal Twitter account. Yes, I did. And yeah. him and now I, I thought he had one. I thought there was a president of the United States. Yeah, and that 
Is it a case of he's now? Well, I think you were thinking of the band that sung Peaches. Hey, what? <laughs> they rule my world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't think I did. I think they shut down a lot of his sort of access to online stuff when he but got in. But you see that? Like, I, I worry that he's hanging out with dodgy types on Twitter. Like, he's the first person he's hanging out with Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I mean, what's Bill doing trolling around the internet? Yeah, Same no. as Warney, getting friends with Jenna, Jenna Jamison. Oh, so yeah, yeah, Shane Warne. Yeah, yeah, it's a slippery slope, isn't it? Now that Obama's on uh, on on Twitter, it's only a matter of time before he gets himself on uh, Blender and Tinder as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time before someone says, "Go fuck yourself, Obama," and he writes back, "No, you go fuck yourself." Yeah, that's but right. do you think, he starts like, trolling people. Yeah. Do you think though, like, like say the other one, Grinder, the gay hookups? Yeah. He could really mess with someone because could you imagine you're on Grinder and you're going away and then all of a sudden you see President of the United States? Oh yeah, like it's so. Do, do you know what? This would be like this. Actually, probably wouldn't be a bad like PR um, like stunt to pull. Like he's accidentally slipped one day and just like launched missiles at somebody. He's like, oh shit, I got to do something to cover this up. So he immediately launches Grinder and just like sends a, <laughs> sends a sends a chat request to a reporter. And before you know it, that's the story. The nuclear bombs that just went off. No worries. And anyone can just come out and deny it. And it's fine. I think the biggest problem is he come into office looking like a young Denzel and he's left looking like Morgan Freeman. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, stressful job. Yeah, but it's a What's stress, going it's, on? It's a twenty four seven job, and you know yeah. he's he's a smoker too, and that ages you. It does. How funny is that? A president on the durries? <laughs> yeah, just smoking. <laughs> He's the biggest. He's the biggest like homage to the West Wing of any like <laughs> any, any president in living memory. He just uh, he does all the things that those guys do. Yeah. Anyway, if, you'd have to be a fan of the West Wing to understand that joke, I guess. So yeah, apologies yeah. to everybody else. Uh, I have, I've only seen bits of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. But isn't it funny how far we've come in a lifetime? I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch Benson. Do you remember Benson? Yeah. No, I don't remember Benson. It was about a black man. What was he? Was he a cook or something in the White House? <laughs> he wasn't high up. Now we've got a black man who's president. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I used to watch Sanford and Son as well. I remember a junkie. I know we wanted the president. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's so it's pretty funny when you see things from like the eighties and nineties, and you just kind of accepted them when you were young. But you see them now, and it's just bizarrely racist shit. Oh, yeah. Well, this was eighties. Like, like Benson was ingrained yeah, racism. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good times. Getting nostalgic. <laughs> Thinking of good times. Yeah. 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 Moving on up. We're on the east side. So what, what, what have you been up to, Mark? It's been a, a bit of a break. Well, what have I been up to? Well, as you guys know, I think you all... I know Ryan was ex. He was invited. And I think you turned up because <laughs> you thought you'd have a free meal. I got married. I'm a married man. I was catering. You were, oh, you were catering. Yeah. Oh, wow. Here I am sitting there chatting to my good mate Lester. Oh, thanks for coming, mate. Thanks. And you're going, oh, give me your place. Can, can, can I have a tip? So he says. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys came. It was a fun night. It was, it was. There was, there was a bit of stress. but Congratulations. It was Bride was beautiful. Yeah, everyone was Groom good. was possible. There were no fights, which was, you know. Yeah. It's always. But I've got to admit, the one thing I'm getting, like, we've been married a month now. Mm. And people, I want to know when it stops when people come up and saying, enjoying married life. Yeah, um, it doesn't. No, no. Oh, I mean, I know that neither of you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, I mean, yeah. From from what I've seen of other people, I mean, when get, you run into mates, you've got mates who are married. Yes. How is it like New Year's Eve, where like well, let's put Happy it this way. New Year's? I never tire. I never tire of of torturing them with questions like that. But the truth is, is what you do is you move on. The strategy is for a few months. It's how's married life treating you, as as well as if you want to be really appropriate, like. You know, 
loaded questions about what the honeymoon was like. You know, did you get <laughs> shut indoors for a week? But it's only a matter of time before um, people like me will talk to you with the next question. like, when are you having kids? And they just won't stop. Well, I figured they that because that, that, that started as soon as we got engaged. Like, people yeah. were like, oh, when's it out? Oh, are you going to have kids? And I'm, I'm just like, I'm openly putting it out. I'm impotent. I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't tweet it. Spread the word. Mark well, is impotent. I've been, I've, I've been putting you, it out for years. Don't start giving me bloody IVF pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an impotent comedian. I can't afford IVF. It's yeah. constantly that <laughs> stuff. It is, it is. No, but I, I, like, I don't mind. I don't mind the world knowing I'm impotent. Just yeah. so that if it stops the question, kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, if you, if you really want to make people feel awkward, you just go, yeah, we want to, but... She's barren. Oh. <laughs> it makes people so makes people so so squirmy. It's just you, hilarious. You've got that, that undercurrent of sickness to you. That's a sick thing to do. <laughs> oh, I have an undercurrent <laughs> of sickness. No, oh yeah, yeah. In, in his, or he hasn't been, but in his defence, when you get married, like the amount of time, like Irics. I've been doing it, the amount of people you run into, and they just go, "Oh, kids," and yeah, yeah, yeah. the honeymoon too. It's like, oh god, what'd you get up to on the honeymoon? It's yeah. like, oh, what do you think we got up to? Yeah, it's like we all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I went snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef. That's right. It was great. And either you boys been there? Barrier Reef. Not too long ago, I went for the first time to actually not for the first time, but um, I went when I was a kid. But then um, didn't really sort of remember much about it. And I always wanted to go back and do some snorkeling, you know, before it all fucking gets bleached to shit and there's I'll no animals left. Oh, car park. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, which is on its way. No, I mean, recently it was pretty cool. I really yeah, loved it. Was, it. Did you go, like, actually, uh, like, because the snorkeling bit, it's like one of those things, you know, when people hype. I'm remembering, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I went to Cairns and we were talking with um, uh, Daniel Towns about this because uh, he, he, he had a story about it where he was out on the reef and. And some dude grabbed him and he scared the shit out of him. Do you remember that? <laughs> well, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I barely remember what happened yesterday, yeah. so to be honest. So it's, a, it's a good episode, guys. Download go it. Back, listen yeah, go back and listen with Daniel Towns. It wouldn't have been that long. He's been on a couple. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it was just amazing. Because it's one of those things when, when everyone hypes it up to you, you think, oh, it's not going to be this good. Like, I expected to go out there, you see a little bit of coral, you might see a fish. <laughs> we went out in the middle. Uh, this big platform out on the outer reef. Yeah. This fish, you couldn't get in for fish. Yeah, yeah. I'm treating on fish as I get in there. I know, you can walk on the water. Yeah, and, and I fucked up too. I, um, because I, I was snor- I'm not a great snorkeler, so I got <laughs> sick of. Have you been snorkeling, Leslie? <laughs> I could probably die if I did. <laughs> well, it's not like the problem with snorkeling is you're, you either get, like, you swim and it's amazing, you're looking at all this stuff, but then you'll either get a bit of water in the goggles or you get a bit of water in the snorkel. So you got to yeah. sit up. And I, I, I was doing this all the time. So you sort of swim about 10 metres, get up, stand up, fix it all up, do it again. And I stand up and I'm like, oh, oh this is good. I can stand. And Jen, my wife, is just going, she's waving, waving. I'm like, oh, fuck, shut. So I swim off. And she grabs me. She goes, what did you do? And I go, what do you mean? She goes, you're standing on the fucking coral. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. No, I didn't. Well... It was, yeah. <laughs> Look, I only your broke water off a few things. It's, so, not, it's not that hard to get the water out of the bloody snorkel. You just take a slow breath in so you don't suck the water into your lungs and then you push it all back out again. Yeah, but it was... I, I just, you know, you got to... So the, the coral took three million years to form and Mark just snapped it off with yeah, his, just, with yeah, his yeah, heel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Barnaby Joyce was cheering me on going, <laughs> you can do it! You can do it! What about... Actually, that happened while we are away. Johnny Depp's dogs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Should we... Have, Case in point, should we have shot the dogs? <laughs> no. 
He just shouldn't have brought her over in the first place. I think we should have dressed him up in Pirates of the Caribbean outfits. I mean, Johnny Depp can afford to send him back on the fucking private jet, so why don't he just do that? Yeah, but shouldn't there be a fine? Like, I mean, I, I think Barnaby Joy, he went a bit hard, old Barnaby, but it's a fair point. Like, quarantine... It was pretty funny seeing a politician telling someone to bugger off. The dogs. <laughs> a politician telling dogs to bugger off back to the States. Bugger off. Yeah, very fucking states like for world news is like yeah, yeah. It's, it is like that Simpsons episode, The Royal Order of the Boot. Yeah, it is. It's like it? could you imagine like you imagine you're over in America and you're just doing your thing and you go, Oh Johnny Depp, oh what's he done? The Australian government wants to shoot his dog. I know it's cute dogs. <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see uh, John Oliver's uh, response to that? No, whole no, thing? no. Oh, but I'm, I'd imagine what he'd just have to read out the headline. He, 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 he nailed it. He just showed the he just showed the clip of Barnaby saying they can bugger off. But it was about time for for what were the names again? Boots and fucking Snooky. I don't know something <laughs> to, to bugger off back to the United States. And then he says. Well, now it's time for us to take our revenge, and they did this whole segment on like how they're going to send back Australian animals to to Australia. And they have the first person is Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, uh, Very funny, yeah. John Oliver. He's, he's it's amazing actually. Kind of, I know it's kind of stupid to say this in a way, but it's going to be really interesting to have an American TV show taking interest in the politics of Australia because they've done it before on John Oliver. He's, he's oh, yeah, had a, he's had that, a I, mean, the, I mean, that's the one thing about America that I'm amazed with John Oliver. Mm. He's shot, like, American news covers nothing but America. I know, yeah. It is like 90% weather, 10, 5% sport. <laughs> 90% weather. Well, it pretty much is. <laughs> I mean, really, it's a country of meteorologists. They love no, no, it. literally 90%. it's like the news. Oh, there's a storm, there's a storm. Oh, there's a drought. There's a drought. And it's... Tornado seed, like they literally carry all this stuff. Then they'll do a bit about the, the some news, dude getting sport. shot. Yep. And no, nah, there's so many shootings. I think it's got to be at least five people or a police officer before it nah, makes it. American news. journalism, where they coined the term, if it bleeds, it leads. That's you know, that, that they they report on violent crime all the time in the states. No, well, I, 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 no. Have you heard that before? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. In, in Australian high schools, that used to go around. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, go oh. on, go on. Sorry, I just know where your mind's going. <laughs> that people in the country coined the term "if it's old enough to bleed, old enough to breed." Yes, right. That's yes. disgusting. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> it rhymes similar. The rhyme is similar. <laughs> Concept very different. Jesus Christ, Les. Both, both creepy. Yet I can't have that one's more creepy. I yeah. can't see you making it as a news producer. <laughs> you got to understand where I went to school. It was like <laughs> Newcastle. Yeah. It was the Wild West. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's pretty outside much. of Newcastle, so it was even more country vibes, you know. Oh, I thought you. Were, so you're out. How far out of Newcastle? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes out. So that's fair. Just enough where you'd have like a skatey bowl, and yeah, someone right. would be saying like, "Fucking, you know, kiss a body of sausage roll, you can't." You know, like and then that's manners. Where you're from? Then the other guy would retort, "No, nah, suck me off." <laughs> And you go like, oh, that's lost. It's I remember because I do remember that you know, suck, suck me, me off. off. Yeah, it's it's not. It maybe that's like it's evolved to you just grab your mate on the cot. Like, <laughs> you know, now you just be grabbing your mate. Now on you the just cot. get started. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. warm you up, mate. How yeah. you? Yeah. That's yeah. what we should have done when Prince Harry come was have like a, well, suck um, him a tour. Off. Now this animal here is the uh, the skateboard bowl enthusiast. Yeah, and he's wearing his dirty ocean and earth cap. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, don't worry about his. Don't worry about being offended by the traditional greeting. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be good? That's it. Do you think that's like because when the um, when the cricketers go to England and play at Lords, it's traditional on the third day they meet the Queen. 
Do you think that's why? Is it? Yeah, it is. Like it's tradition. Australia, they always the captain introduced him. Do you think that's why they let no one, no rugby league is near? Oh, could, mate. could you no. imagine? Like obviously not the Queen, because I don't think. But could you imagine <laughs> Prince Charles shaking hands and all just grabbing cock? I can see the rugby league players, one going behind her and kneeling, and the other one pushing <laughs> her over, <laughs> like Revenge yeah. of the Nerds or something. Yeah, that's right. Or just, or just somebody slipping her a rowie. <laughs> Rumor that um, Rowy slang terms. <laughs> Wasn't there? Um, there's rumors, and I don't know if it was the Queen or the Queen's sister, former cricket or cricketer Keith Miller. Remember Keith Miller? Yeah, yeah. He was great all rounder. He was rumored to have knocked up one of them, like had a go. Oh, yeah. moment to be no, I heard that with. too. Was it the Queen or her sister? Ian, I think. I think knocked, um, knocked up. You mean? Well, not at a go. No, sorry. No, he didn't conceive. Rooted. Right. He had a yeah. He root, He had a root. He pulled a root. Right. Sexual intercourse. Yes. <laughs> but the um, I wouldn't say made love because yep. I think it was he gave more... her the traditional greeting. Nah, I stuck me off. She took him literally. Yeah. Get a load of these crown jewels. <laughs> both the Queen and Anne were both good sorts when they were young. Well, I, I can't like. Geez, how old? What is she out? She's in her eighties, or is she ninety? I think Anne's dead. Uh, oh, yeah, Anne's dead. But um, I think she broke her leg when she was running in the Melbourne Cup and they had to put it down. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, but Is, are you insinuating that she had a face like a horse? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Or she just had an impressive I flanks? had a face no, like a just, horse. So she was just well-ridden. <laughs> I do have a horse-like face, so I can comment on that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the, oh, um, man. I remember the Beatles said that you know they used to fancy Queen Elizabeth when she was young. She was like twenty three or something when 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 they were coming out. You know. Yeah, right. Wow, that that'd be a good. Actually, one. talking about the royals, we haven't had a chance to talk about this because we haven't been on for a while. The the whole pr- visit of Prince Harry and that um that 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 girl on the on the oh. on the fence line trying to trying to kiss sexually him on the assault mouth. him. Yeah. So was that a girl? I thought that was Abbott. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't realize it was a girl. I just thought Prince Harry mauled by an over-attentive fan. I just oh, assumed it was that prime minister. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. he, was to, he was trying to give him a night. Prince Harry went orally. to Eton. Right, he went to Eton private school. Yeah. He played rugby union. Loves rugby union. He mm. grabbed a few cocks in his day. What? Well, <laughs> what happens on the? Look, I'm going to give Harry credit. Like, I don't. I'm not a Royals fan. I don't believe in him. He no, doesn't. They, have they, to, they exist. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't have to work, right? <laughs> yeah, no. but. He, he's been to Afghanistan and has served as a pilot. That's going a bit above and beyond. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. If I was in his shoes and I had to royal around, mm. I wouldn't be going into a war zone. You know, I'd get like a token job, like, you know, maybe postmaster general or something. Yeah, no. Just a bit of paperwork. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd get a job in the war room pushing the soldiers around to the, you know. No, no yeah. You, yeah, but it's like credit to him. He does the hard yards. I mean. If I was Prince Harry, I'd be Silvio Berlusconi. Like like, it wouldn't be doing any war. So we get yeah, bunga parties. Yeah, so we're giving credit to a like an obscenely wealthy young man for um for being an officer in in a yeah. But no, no, we're talking like he's actually flying to (laughs) wars. Like, would you would you go to a war zone? He's brave. He's man of the year. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) So so what what do you reckon Harry's on? A million pounds a year? Oh, he's on a lot of cocaine, looking at him. Oh, well, yeah, well, given that. But if you had a million pounds, you'd be on a lot of cocaine too. I wouldn't, because I'm, but, a, I mean, I'm a smart would you, person. If I said, okay, a million pounds a year, you get to live in a palace, yeah. you've got photographers following you around, yeah. but you have to go to a war zone and, you know, or f- fly a plane 
by helicopter for three months. But you didn't. You didn't have to. And no. But he did. He did. That's what I'm sticking up for. Royals are parasites, but they they have to do that. that, They are. They're complete parasites. Military thing. Queen Elizabeth served the military. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, his brother William. He just did the little. He's in the Coast Guard. I mean, come on. Yeah, true. 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 I mean, William's like, oh, I'm the king. I'd give him. I give him more credit if he actually stood up for you know why going to war was wrong in the first place. That's what I'd give him credit for. I, I Here just we go. I just, I just don't care. <laughs> just don't care. You got. You got to give. Them and and, they, and they just they get too fucking much attention for being born into a rich family, and uh, you know carrying on some ridiculous pagan tradition about do you think God. The giving war, power. Do you think maybe the war in <laughs> Afghanistan pagan. exists just to keep Harry occupied? Yeah, because when he's got nothing to do, like, would you see when he went to Vegas and got nude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, what or, 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 or the Nazis? Literally, he got like the pictures circulated. He was having a wild party in his penthouse, and he's just walking around nude, there was slung the one, out, there was Lee the one, Mason style. There was the one where he went to a fancy dress party dressed as a Nazi as well. Yeah, dressed as Hitler. Yeah, oh, but who, who hasn't done that? Let's be honest. I, I haven't done that. Have you done that? Have you undressed as Hitler? Mark has to work dressed like that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, I. Well, you've got a beard at the moment, so when you do shave off that beard it's I, not it's not gonna happen i guarantee say some reason you decide you know i don't know you will shave at one stage all right i get a part in a big hollywood I movie guarantee yeah. you when you shave off you will yeah it goes in stages and lester will attest to this i do it after a week you shave it first you leave a goatee and you sort of go oh i got a goatee mm-hmm. then you shave it down further you go oh mustard uh, handlebar <laughs> and then you shave it down to the hitler and you go out and you go oh if if you got your girlfriend, your partner, or whatever, you go, oh, look, I'm Hitler, I'm Hitler. Every guy who shaves looks at themselves with a Hitler mustache. And I guarantee you've got to... I'm, I'm almost intrigued now. Like, we should get a fundraiser going <laughs> to get Ryan to you know, have a- I didn't know where you were going that with the whole shaving off thing, but actually, I now have to admit, in my 20s, I had a goatee for a while. And uh, when I got rid of it, I did actually walk around for a <laughs> with, with the Hitler mustache, yeah. Yep. Little, little bit of a gag. You had a goatee. What were you trying to make the Major League Baseball League? <laughs> yeah, no. I was just trying to prove to everybody how depressed I was. I don't know. <laughs> Mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah, right. My first ever stand-up comedy gig, I literally quit my job. thought I'd give this comedy a go because I was in my 20s and I just felt like it. And first gig, I had a goatee because I quit my job. <laughs> two two months not working. I had the beard, mm. and then I started shaving. I'm like, oh, the goatee looks good. And yeah, I went on stage with the goatee, and yeah, I just I got the sex offenders vote. In there. It was a comedy competition. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it does. Yeah, I think goatees goatees suit some people, not me. I, I don't know. There was a there was a time in history where goatees were fashionable, and it didn't last very long, and it's not coming back. They just they look so stupid. Well, what about America and Major League Baseball? Well, do they all wear goatees? Yeah. To a man, yeah, but they also got beer guts. Except for the Asian players, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> is that why is that exactly? <laughs> no, don't dig, don't dig, don't dig. Well, it's just a Shinto. We're going down a rab- rabbit hole here. Yeah, um, yeah. But speaking of beards, um, I have the beard trimmer, right? So I bought this beard trimmer. I thought it was really fancy. What's right? a beard trimmer? Just like a little, like a, clippers, like a clippers thing, but for beards, but like smaller, yeah. so it fits into your nose and stuff. Mo- <laughs> well, you have to have a fairly wide nose, but the um, my ability to pick the worst products ever is, is yeah. unsurpassed. Like it just broke down; the charge doesn't work. Even now, now the power cord doesn't work. I went online, looked at the reviews. This is after I bought it. Yeah, 
averages 0.5 of a star out of five <laughs> every review. This is the biggest piece of shit ever. That's a major brand. Sold. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I'm just the fucking worst but guy But d- how does it work to you? Or it's not just, have you tried it? Yeah, or? it's already fucked, yeah. Oh, it's but I mean, fucked. um... Uh, if you ever want to say speaking about shaving and whatever like and and those sorts of products if you ever want to see something really really sad just go and wait outside of a shaver shop for about half an hour <laughs> and watch the hairiest guy you've ever seen in your life walk in look around at everything and then just give up and leave <laughs> <laughs> it's just so depressing you watch this poor guy just like obviously just like beset by his own hair and you can just never oh, get rid of it it's like a, it yeah. a professional shearing um, yeah, yeah. shed like, I like if I leave my beard go a week or two I normally knock it down with the clippers before finishing off with the hand right yeah yeah and I've you, never been into a shaver shop. We're talking about your face. No, right? no, no. I'm just talking about. It. I'm serious. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, at a, you got. I mean, like I normally. I'm, I'm going to have lunch. I'm in the city tomorrow near a shaver shop. You know, somebody who's got like a like a a, a, a gorilla level of hair. Like they're just very obviously just born with very thick follicles and lots of it and whatever. And if I swear, if you stand at a shaver shop for long enough, one of the, a customer will walk in. <laughs> Looking like a barely shaved gorilla and just get depressed as the options one by one look like they're probably not going to work. (laughs) (laughs) There's some shops you sort of look and you think, how the fuck do they survive? Shaver yeah. Shop's got to be one of them. Them and the King of Knives. Well, they're doing all right. Aren't they? Yeah, well, they, but, they I seem mean, to be. King expanding. of Knives is number one on the list of how is this exist? Because you buy a set of knives, you expect that's where to last the, ten that's, years. That's where the gorillas go when they give up from the shaver <laughs> shop. <laughs> yeah, that's where he goes. <laughs> yeah. oh, King of Knives. Yeah, yeah. Coming from you, it's funny because like you're a little, like a mini Castro yourself, and like um, yeah. fairly hairy gentleman. Her uh, shoot, as they would say. Yeah, they do. They do say his shoot very well. So good, good vocab. So, good vocab they, um, so for you to notice another guy. <laughs> No, but I mean, I, I, I have... Yeah, but he's I have, got a manicure. Like, your beard's manicured. Not yeah. not, not overly, but... I, I barely have to do anything to keep it in this shape. Like, oh, I reckon... I mean, we'll put up a picture on the website for... Yeah. I think you've you got to do a bit of shaving underneath. I do, yeah. yeah. yeah you tighten yeah. it up. But it's not, it's not like, thick. It's not, like, See, my really... problem with what you've got, like, I... Like, when I did the goatee, it was uneven, because I don't... Like, trying to even it up, and you end up, you go on too far one side, then you've got to even yeah. it up another, yeah. and then you end up with just a Hitler moustache. Yeah. And, you know, you, you get banned from hanging out with Prince Harry. So, you know, it's, it's what happens. <laughs> well, speaking of Prince Harry, not really. I yeah. think it's time for our one random segment. Oh, no, not random. Our one regular segment. Yeah. Now, we should probably preface, if you've stuck with us, welcome new listeners, old listeners. This is Ryan's Random Questions. It's been on since... I think it's about 40 or 50 episodes worth of Yeah, no, probably even longer than that. You reckon yeah. longer? Yeah, it could yeah. be. We should... If, if there's anyone... We need an archivist. We do. I'd like someone to go through and make notes. So if anyone out there has just got a lot of time on their hands... It, it started off, I think we did one episode, like, pretty soon after I started coming on the show, where we actually just did the whole episode, which is trivia questions. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, and it was not long after that that we um, instigated Ryan's Random Questions. Yeah. And we, I think you, it's since grown, because you're now hosting a trivia night. I am, I am. Would actually. you like to tell our listeners where they can and yeah, see Yeah, if you come along on uh, on a Thursday night to Zargo Bar, the first one's actually... Um, the first Thursday of every month, is it not? No, I don't... Actually, we don't have a regular schedule. I can't actually plug the actual dates at the moment. But we'll put it out, on the website. Check out, check out what, Zargo. What you should do, though, yeah, you should check out Zargo on Facebook and follow them if you're interested in... If you're in the Lane Cove area and you feel like uh, catching up for trivia or comedy, they have a pretty good schedule. That's Lane Cove, Sydney. Um, the next comedy show is... The second Thursday in June, and it features Luke Heggie 
and Al Del Bene, both awesome. former guests on the podcast. So, what you might want to do is maybe spell the name of the bar. Xago, <laughs> as Tommy Dean calls it, Xago or Tenago. Xago.com.au. Check yeah. it out. But actually, Ryan's random trivia will be appearing there. It will be yeah. just randomly. You're just going to rock randomly. up one day and yeah. ask questions That's and right. stuff. Yeah, they'll be sitting there. They won't be serving any drinks because it'll be nine o'clock in the morning. They're like, "Why are you fucking here?" That's pretty random. Anyway, That'd be a good way. All right. Should the only questions. person with enough time to archive these podcasts is Prince Harry. What? Why? No, really? he's too busy. He's busy too rooting. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could pick up. He could pick anyone up on a fence line that he likes. <laughs> Pretty much that Prince Harry is the official comedy on edge archivist. I like that. <laughs> Question number We can't one. start yet. You prick. I was hoping he didn't notice. We can't start yet. Ah, oh, the theme music. Come on now. Oh, God. If we get an archivist, I'd like us to get a proper editor so they can edit in some music. Okay. <laughs> Ryan's right, no questions. Lester's a fucking Thank you very much, Mark. And thanks, Lester, for reminding us. Question number one. Did you learn an instrument as a kid that you don't play now? Many. Yeah, what did you learn? Well, piano. We had to learn piano at school. Um, not very well. I didn't have the attention span for it. Um, tuba. I tuba. can play the tuba. <laughs> Fuck it out. And the flute. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not Willie Mason style flute, but the actual flute. <laughs> That's fairly eclectic. I wouldn't mind hearing a band that had flute, tuba and piano. That would be interesting. A tuba is a pain in the ass. Actually, all I don't wind. Think you're playing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, all wind, like all instruments: trombone, tuba, spit valves. Yeah, they not. are disgusting. They, did I you say woodwind? They're brass, aren't they? Tuba brass, and, yeah. tuba and trombone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have the lung capacity to blow a tuba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, and and you see, like trumpet players and stuff, they. Trumpet's they're, tough. They're, I've tried a trumpet, but yeah. it's just you've really got to have a good lung capacity. Yeah, the bodies of uh, they they actually change their body because of the way they play. Like, um, who was the? I'm trying to remember. James Morrison. James Morrison. Yeah, huge cheeks. Oh, they got big cheeks. Yeah, because yeah. like you're just expanding all. The, I just did the motion of expanding the cheeks. It's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth it. Yeah, you just you're just destroying. Just pick your body. up a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've got their own problems. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Les? Did you ever play anything? Uh, I learned the recorder, the piano. <laughs> the recorder? I forgot I did that um, too. And I still play guitar. Yeah. That's it. Castanets, maybe. I'm, I, I um, started... <laughs> I was playing my chest at an early age. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but you don't play any of them now? You just dabble guitar in them? Guitar play, that's it. He dabbles in recorder. Dabbles in recorder. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I nearly reminded me, I played recorder too. It was like a, a class thing at, in high school. It was a very government school. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, the one I was going to talk about was the piano. I played the piano for a couple of years when I was a kid, but um, didn't really have the, the discipline to do the practice. Um, turns out that most kids don't. They actually need help from their parents to sit down and do the practice. But um, I found, not too long ago, I found this letter... Um, in like an old box of my childhood things, like photos and stuff like that. And it was a letter from my piano teacher to my mother. And it said, um, Ryan's like, would be, Ryan's picking it up really well and he'd do really well with the piano, but he needs to practice, you know. But in my experience, kids his age won't do that themselves. Um, so, you know, he's going to need some help to do it. And, and the reason that that letter is significant is that I distinctly remember at one point, um, after this feedback and report had come from the piano teacher, my mum sat me down and said, you don't really like the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to practice it, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't actually. And that was it. 
no more piano. It was done. That's hilarious. Wow, Good your mum didn't want to do it. Yeah, so the world was robbed of a... Con- do you think you would have gone on with it? Like, I mean, obviously, there's a bit of skill there. I oh, look for a kid. Like, I was picking it up as a kid. He's playing chopsticks. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I, I wouldn't want to talk about... Like, if we the, had a the piano world depriving here, itself of out a song? No, not at all. No, God. Lester, could you... Because be- I can build out a song on the piano. Yeah, right. I can uh, do the theme to Jaws. <laughs> I can play I can a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little, little bit. Yeah. Anyway, that was good times. Um, yeah. So, you're I, a yeah, I played, lot. I, what was that? So we could do a band. We could a do a band. Yeah, we you could, can get back on the piano. Lester, and, Lester on the guitar with a reco- recorder in his mouth, <laughs> and I'll just do. I'll open with tuba and close with a bit of jazz flute. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of my neighbor's kids must have been playing recorder the, the other month. I remember hearing it. It was just excruciating. I remember yeah. we had thirty kids in the class playing all at the same time out of tune. Yeah, yeah. But even if you're playing the recorder well, oh, it's no, fucking annoying. No. It sounds like in yeah. primary school. We must have dodged that because, like, we had. Music lessons, and I think till year three, and then they cut it out of the budget. Like Tassie schools just got decimated. Mm. And but we had xylophone. Like you had an inst- yeah, they had the xylophone, a guitar. Like you'd have that. The recorder was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, right. Must and but my sister had a recorder because it was fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, a very annoying instrument. Yeah, the bass recorder. Did you ever hear a bass recorder? There's a bass recorder. Yeah, it's still shrill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number two. Have you ever walked out of a movie? We've done this one. Oh my god, have we? Sure, we have. Walked out of the cinema during a movie. I have to go to the bathroom, but I've come back. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, oh, at the end Who of the movie, obviously. Um, no, I haven't. But I'm very selective on my movie. On the one you choose to go. Yeah, like I'm not gonna go if I know that I'm not gonna sit through. The only time exception was a mate conned me into seeing Minority Report. I would not have picked that on my own. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, that movie was pretty shit. I mean, it was all right. It was just like, oh, this girl in uh, a bath. And it, it's like... Cause I spent- this girl in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark's review of yeah. the Minority but, Report. But I mean, the whole thing, like the whole thing behind Minority Report, you just, like I sat there the whole time because I was studying law at the time. And you think, well, technically, no, they're arresting people for attempted murder, not murder. And it's just, it's, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, fuck, it's over. Thank God there's two and a half hours of my life I won't get back. Yeah, no, I found it pretty boring, actually. Um, what have you worked... Have you walked out on a movie, Lester? You, sorry, you can't really afford a movie. The last movie I saw was King Ralph. King Ralph? <laughs> King Ralph. With John Goodman. <laughs> See, that is a good... That, why aren't they making these movies anymore? Yeah, I don't know. The comedy films have gone... You know, Adam Sandler changed the world and Judd Apatow has changed the world of comedy movies. They're, like, whatever happened to... Judd Apatow would be shit most of them. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They're cha- but they they're successful. Yeah, like knocked so, up. Like, who sits around quoting "knocked up"? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Super bad. On the other hand, that's a good one. Yeah. McLovin. Yeah. But yeah, King, we should. They should make King Ralph too. Like, what about you know <laughs> maybe Seth Rogen or maybe maybe Jonah Hill? Yeah. You know, I've pretty- sat through some pieces of shit. Now I think about it. I sat through Super Mario Brothers, Ninja Turtles. Fucking. You sat through them. You didn't get out. Hang Father on. of the Bride. Oh, oh I horrible. will not hear a word said against Father of the Bride. Two. You, you, you'll hear five. It's fucking shit. It's a good it's movie. Terrible, Frank. It is. Uh, Steve Martin is a genius. No, Father of the Bride's horrible. It's pap. It's so schmarm. No, it is genius. It's it twee. You know what it is? It's twee. At its House Sitters with Goldie Horn. That's, That's a good movie. That. You people are allergic to Steve Martin. No. You don't get good comedy. No, no. The Jerk. And, the Jerk's uh, good. Plants Trains is a great one. The Man with Two Brains, very funny. Father of the Bride. I Father of the Bride right. is it's horrible. A good movie. Tweet in, ladies and gentlemen. Tweet at Comedy on Edge. 
Are you team father of the bride or <laughs> anti father of the bride? Yeah. Or actually, if you're on Ryan's side and Lester's side and you don't like Father of the Bride, just tweet hashtag I support ISIS. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I was going to say, just write in. <laughs> tweet away. Just, just write in and say, I am normal. What about you, Ryan? Have you walked out of a movie? Um, no, I, when it comes to movies, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic, you know? Like, I, it doesn't it's matter how, get better. Doesn't matter how bad it is, I just don't want to actually leave just in case there's a good bit at the end that I'll miss so you know I just end up watching <laughs> so fucking, and we're gonna have I think we'll have to do it next podcast because we're gonna talk about the Avengers but I'm fucking sick of these superhero movies oh. you have to sit through the whole fucking thing just to see a little clip of some guy what I'll, the fuck is Ant-Man or whatever the Ant thing is yeah. people are like oh it's Ant-Man it's Ant-Man I went and saw friend of the show Seizures going ballistic oh they're making an Ant-Man movie I'm like are you yeah. fucking for real yeah. I sat through credits for that? Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, but stop it. Why can't these Avengers pricks, <laughs> instead of putting it at the end of the movie, put it at the fucking start? Remember when, like, you What's go... What's that? Oh, the teaser things that they yeah, have after I'm the credits. Sick. Because, and it's not like... Did they have an end. Ant-Man one after the Avengers? Not the Avengers, whatever the one. Was it Iron Man? Th- one of them, it had Ant-Man. Yeah, They right. had um, Guardians of the Galaxy evil guy for, after Avengers 2. Thanos. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's just because Jen, Jen, my wife, said, "Oh, we just got to stay," and so we sit through. Oh, that's right. Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet. Spoilers, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, about I that. don't speak nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I love it, and I love. And see, the thing is, is that I'm kind of I'm an unusual comic book nerd in that I actually have never read any of these comic books. I just really fucking love the movies, and it's great. You know, you talked about Seizure. Um, I, I, after I saw the Avengers, I had a chat with him about it, and he's so upset because they fucked around with the lore or they've done something wrong. And I'm like, it was great, it was fucking awesome. I really enjoyed the Avengers. Oh, it was brilliant. I've seen two. I haven't seen one. You've just we're going to get to it because I want to talk about Avengers. You've too. just upped your um, credibility in the eyes of the legend of the podcast. Myself, <laughs> in the fact that you don't read comic books, you just watch the yeah, movies. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Love it, love it. And this is my theory about like comic book movies. A lot of people are saying, oh, there's too many of them, and you know, like Mark is saying, there's too many of them. But I think, actually, one of the things that's really good about them is that they're kind of, if you, particularly if you haven't read the comic books, they're actually quite unique stories. I mean, they've kind of more original in that sense yeah. than any I'm other not, shit I'm that not, you... I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't think that they My stance on movies is, if it makes money, let it. And comic book movies make money. I've been to... I'm not, a massive, I'm not massively into action movies. I like Transformers. That's from my childhood. I was raised in Transformers. I saw Iron Man 3. I like Iron Man. I, s- I saw Iron Man. That was cool. The other night, Thor was on and I fell asleep. I'm not that interested in Thor. Yeah. Um, Avengers 2, I went and watched. I quite liked it. Yeah. They could have edited it out a little bit. They could have cut a bit. They could have had more James Spader. But, you know, I'm picking at stuff. Yeah. Um, I was in gold class, so I was quite relaxed. I'm like, oh, I'll just have a snooze through this bit. Gold yeah. class with a barbecue chicken and a fucking champagne flute. <laughs> oh, no, the best bit, actually. When we, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lester's idea of luxury, a barbecue chicken and a champagne flute. The best thing was, like... <laughs> Avengers, I've never been to gold class. <laughs> yeah, Avengers, clearly. Too, no, clearly. Yeah. Avengers, we're at reading gold class, and we're up the back. There are a bu- bunch of boys. They're in their 40s, you know, blokes. Yeah. There's a scene in Avengers 2... Not a, oh, it's kind of a spoiler. Let's tune out if you haven't listened to it, but it's not really. Scarlett Johansson plays a character in Black it. Widow, yeah. yeah. And there's tension between her and the Hulk. And the Hulk, she's sort of like, come on, let's have a bit of a go. And let's, Hulk let's says, a, no. let's, let's have a life together. Yeah. yeah. And then Hulk says, no. And the guy behind me goes, oh, you're fucking joking. 
I'd fucking give him one. <laughs> I'm like, I made the movie. No way. And I'm just like, I'm looking at Jed, I'm like, this is great. I'm like, I want to high five him. And you're in gold class, you would have expected a more sophisticated audience. <laughs> yes. But he's like, I would have given him one. And his mates are like, yeah, I would have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of them said, I would have gone with the Hulk, but and then they bashed him. No. Oh, man. Your story just got really dark and depressing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, well... Um, that would be question number two done, really. Number three is unfortunately been kind of, it's, it's been kind of. Uh, oh, we've preempted it. Yeah, we have. Well, um, would you, if you Scarlett Johansson if you're in, in the Avengers too? If you were in charge of quarantine in Australia, would you let Johnny Depp's dogs stay, send them back, or execute them? But we already talked about that. Well, was executing? Oh, no, 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 we didn't. We just said Barnum Joyce is a fuck knuckle. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, no. They should. What they should have done straight off the plane when they figured out he had. Dogs, yeah. chuck them straight in quarantine. Yeah. And if he said no, send them back. I still think Johnny Depp should get a pretty big fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, they would have been told and they would have been warned. Not There's no way they should have ever shot It should dogs. be doubled. Um... The dogs weren't shot, were they? <laughs> I like the fact that you like, no, it would have been world news. The way, you just, the way you just said that. It's like, yeah, but oh. there, there was like, if, you know, say Johnny Depp wasn't at his level and could afford a private jet, say it was like, I oh, know Hemsworth would be worth enough. Who's who's a celebrity that's not quite Depp's level, mate? Say Tom Arnold. Yeah, Tom Arnold's dogs. They would shoot his dogs. They shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp broke the law, right? And is aggravated by Zorro, right? So he should be fucking fine. Aggravated by Zorro? Yeah. You confuse the fuck that said, Imagine that you're at quarantine and you're like... Oh, sorry, what's that fucking that movie? Not the Pirates of the Caribbean. No, the fucking one with the no, Lone Ranger. Toto. Oh, Lone Ranger, yeah. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Zorro. Zorro. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Zorro. My Sky, Western, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Imagine, like, imagine you're at the quarantine... Is, is Rango. Worst <laughs> rant ever. Imagine you're at the quarantine office and, you know, like someone in the call comp, Barnaby Joyce goes, boys, I need you to shoot Johnny Depp's dog. She's like, what? Yeah, that's right. And then, then the next thing you know, you you know, you've got a gun to Tim Burton's head. It'd be just fucking Tim Burton's head. <laughs> It'd be just awkward. Oh man! At some point, somebody's got to say to those guys, "We just can't have you working together anymore. <laughs> you, you guys are getting too weird." <laughs> Was yeah. he? He's not involved in the pirates. No, that's no, right. No. The Pirates Caribbean's a successful jo- franchise. Jo- Johnny Depp rescued Tim Burton from the pound. <laughs> Do you think Johnny the? Because I mean, we've got we've had Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Beverly Hills Chihuahua too. You think Johnny Depp's Tim dogs? Burton, Tim Burton is like babysitting dogs, sitting in the dogs while Johnny Depp's in Australia comes back and they've got goth makeup. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's dating Helen Bonham Carter. That's right. Yeah. I interrupted you there, man. What did you say? I've, oh no! Do you think like we've had Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Beverly Hills Chihuahua too? Have think, we? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't told. What the yeah, fuck? Beverly Hills Chihuahua is a movie. Yeah, and they really? made a sequel. A successful movie. It was too. very successful. Uh, see, see, this is where I disagree with you on the whole successful movie. Don't you watch thing. the Oscars? <laughs> yeah. When you said before, if it makes money, yeah, God bless, go to it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I still need it to be good. No, no I think making money is not good enough for me. I disagree with you on that. I mean, and it's just the fact that Michael Bay is a fucking billionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, that's, and, he, and he's like, Taking a huge steaming dump all over childhood memories like Transformers. What a fucking... If you mute out, what's his name, Sheila Booth, it's not a bad movie. <laughs> it's terrible. It's got Optimus <laughs> Prime in it. That's all you need to make a good movie. These mm. Fuck, if I wrote The Avengers, Optimus Prime would make an appearance. Yeah. Actually, that'd be cool. Yeah. Optimus Prime in The Avengers. You know, Although, i got to admit, I, one thing, I, Avengers, I got so annoyed because I went there 
And it wasn't until an hour and a half into the movie yeah. I realised it was Ultron, not Voltron. <laughs> I was waiting for the fucking lion. There's the no fault. I wanted Voltron. I never thought I'd say this. Can we talk about the A League again? <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, you know what we're going to do now? We're going to get out the Voltron box set. We're going to have a listen. I think, I think oh, we're done for questions. Yeah, the questions are done. The last number three was the uh, Johnny Depp dog one. I, I think I just, I think I just put him in. I think you're right. I just put him in quarantine. Yeah. Put the dogs in quarantine. And, you know, take advantage of the fact that you can um, fine a celebrity so much money and they won't even notice because they've got so much money themselves and, uh, you know, everyone's happy. What about you, Lester? What would you, um, what would you do to Johnny Depp? <laughs> what would you do to dogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Johnny Depp's a cool dude, but I mean... You can't... I met him in Hollywood. Did you really? Yeah, when I was over there. Oh, this, this is your story where you yeah. saw him in a car. Oh, yeah. No, I pulled up and someone said, and I, sh- I actually shouted out, I go, will you be on my podcast? And he didn't yeah. answer. So Johnny Depp, the, uh, could we book Johnny Depp's dogs on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. And Barnaby Joyce, just have, now there's a reality show. Oh, let's get Barnaby on the podcast. Get Barnaby Joyce and Johnny Depp's dogs, lock them in the Big Brother house. Charity yeah. boxing. Give Barnaby Joyce a, a shovel and give the dogs rabies and have a great time. You know, just get set up on each other. That'd be oh, great. Be, we, we, we need to go talk to some networks. Yeah. I think we've got a pitch. Absolutely. All righty. Well, I think we're going to have to leave it there, guys. We're running out of time. Listeners, thank you guys for sticking with us. I know we've had a break. Thank you for sticking livers. Uh, uh, sticking livers? What? Sticking livers? Please. I think yeah. I, I, How much I, would you have to drink to have a sticky liver? <laughs> I've podcasted out. Um, for more information, check out comedyonedge.com. The site's about to be updated with some big news. If you like the podcast, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating and review. I know every podcast you listen to says that, but for some stupid reason, it helps. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. You can follow me on Twitter at MW double underscore OH. You can follow Lester Diamond on Twitter at Lester Diamond 28. You can follow Ryan at Ryan D. Crawford. There you go. So follow these men. Boys, you can check out zago.com, xago.com.au. We'll be able to find when Ryan's random trivia is on. Yep. And if you see Lester in the street, give him a dollar. He just wants a coffee or a bus to go. Please. On. He needs help, people. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And, Ryan, hit the music. <laughs>